Good day, dear listener, and welcome aboard the Ozma. We have an exciting show planned for you. But before we get too far, a word to the wise. Though Project Ozma is considered to be a comedy, the humor involved is known to contain swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of minor violence. A more in-depth description of this content as well as the transcript can be found in the description. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Time to get up. Shut up. Go away. Come on, Quinn. We gotta go. Lots of space shit to do. You deal with it. (sighs) Typical. I should have known that you wouldn't have changed your stubborn sleep habits. Lucky for you, I haven't changed my wake-up Quinn habits either. I hope you're ready for- I hope that you weren't just about to pull some weird prank on me. For your sake. I wasn't gonna- Okay, fine. Whatever. But I thought you were... Hold on. Why aren't you asleep? You know, for someone who likes to describe me as a secret agent, you're very easy to impress. Shut up. (laughs) Aw, don't be like that. You're supposed to be a queen, after all. One who isn't allowed to know anything about the mission she's on. (sighs) Listen... I know Reed can be... A tight ass? An obnoxious asshole? A self-absorbed prick? Oh, I've got it. A stuck-up, clicky, humorless, uncooperative, low-life piece of shit? I was gonna say stubborn, but that works too. (sighs) I know he's not your favorite person, but he actually is trying to help us. That's news to me. Percy. Quinn, let me break it down for you. I am on a top-secret mission in space pretending to be the actual goddamn queen of Earth, who is also, as it happens, our planet's only hope. Am I forgetting something? Oh, yeah! Some bureaucratic jackass has decided that I'm not allowed to know the first thing about any of it. That's because we don't either. Reed and I, hell, even King, we're all just fumbling blindly in the dark, same as you. And maybe the rules are a bit rigid, but trust me, Purse, I won't be keeping anything from you that you might need to know. You, I trust. That's not the problem. The problem is that lame douchebaggy excuse for an end table that you're getting all that info from. 
Did you just call Reed an end table? What are you, 60? Oh, be quiet. It works. <sighs> Debatable. But hey, there's not much we can do about it up here. Let's just leave this discussion and get on with saving the world. On that note, do you know if AI restocked the closet? I don't know, Quinn. Why don't you ask the pajamas that just magically showed up last night? You're impossible. You're too kind. Hey, don't you think it's weird how things just show up? We're brought food, clothes, and God knows what else if we ask for it. You're royalty now, Percy. They have to treat you with respect. Huh. Maybe King and Reed should take notes. Now, let's see if AI is still dressing us for a renaissance fair. Yep. Sure is. You'd think that with all the information they have access to, they'd choose something a little bit more modern. You'd think that you might hurry up and get dressed, given the fact that you were in such a rush to wake me. Which failed spectacularly since you're a super spy now. Yes, Quinn, we all remember that. Get over yourself. Grumbling aside, I ended up following her orders. She was right about us being on a schedule, after all. And sometimes that means you just have to suck it up and get into the velvet monstrosity a sentient robot mastermind has picked out for you. Anyway, once Quinn had followed suit, we made our way back to the main hall, where the rulers and guards had once again gathered in one of the corners. It looked just like we'd left it the night before. If you disregarded all the bots going absolutely haywire, that is. Whatever was going on seems like a pretty big deal. All the serving bots were crowding around AI in the middle of the room repeating the same error messages over and over again. AI, who looked like they were one malfunction away from a breakdown of their own, was desperately trying to hold their own against the mass of bots. But as soon as they managed to fix one, another would begin to freak out. It was chaos. What's going on? Seems like the other rulers are arriving. All at once? Look around. Take a guess. Hey! AI, is... Uh, is everything okay? Quite alright, your majesty. We're all just a little... overwhelmed. If all new leaders and their guards would be as so kind as to go to the dining hall for breakfast, you will be sent for once your presences are required. You sure we can't do anything to help? No, no, it's alright. Nothing I'm not programmed to handle. Well, come on, Percy. I don't think we'd be much help here anyway. Alright. I followed Quinn and the others down the hall to the room where we'd had dinner the night before. Just like then, serving bots of the non-malfunctioning variety appeared almost as soon as we'd sat down, bringing us food that was native to our planets. How they got it right is beyond me, and I'll admit, I did get a little nervous when I saw the weird-ass dishes Nihawk and Taunit got, but thankfully the folks aboard the Ozma seem to know their shit. What is that? Huh? Your food. It looks odd. Nihawk, don't be rude. It does, though. Be that as it may, it's no excuse. We must be courteous and respectful towards the cultures of others, even if we are curious. After all, you wouldn't like it if Persephone called your food odd, would you? Well, that's not fair. Mine looks perfectly normal, but look at... What is that? Just bacon and eggs. Pretty basic back where I'm from. And what exactly is it you're eating? According to my translator, the exact same as yours. Right, the finding the closest translation thing. Must be based on flavor then, because that doesn't look anything like bacon and eggs. 
That sounds about right. Care to test your hypothesis? I think I'm good, actually. You? I'll also pass. Kamoi, Himio, wanna get in on this bacon and egg action? Not particularly. Suit yourselves. Hey, do you guys know anything about all these rulers who are supposed to show up today? It all says on the invite. Or did you forget to grab it from your pop while you were out wandering last night? If you are this careless with your personal effects, I must say I'm a little concerned for your people. And Earth in general. Excuse me? Emio, that was uncalled for. Don't pretend you weren't thinking it too, Kamui. Why don't we just let Persephone know what's on tap for today? Well, there is the small matter of Visa and the rest of the council arriving today. Them and everyone else. Visa? Did you two even read your invite? I guess we didn't realize there was an entire fucking novel written on it. Easy purse. Visa is the head of the council. She created the Ozma conferences. Right, I heard about that. Something about a war? Yeah! Some of the newer planets back then were in desperate need of resources and started causing trouble among the other planets. Didn't take long for it to turn into a galaxy-wide war that lasted almost a hundred years. Even now there are planets that are still in ruins. Jesus Christ. But then Visa put an end to all of it. But that sounds like something that happened a long time ago. Oh, it did. Several centuries, actually. Then how? The people of Visa's planet, Nartus, are known for living an extraordinarily long time. Some are rumored to have been around since just after the creation of the universe. Holy shit. Not the uh, exact words I would have chosen, but I do agree that it's impressive. Visa then selected the wisest and most experienced rulers to join her council, and made sure to keep the accepting process open so that new members could always be given the chance to join. Her council would be in charge of guarding resources and distributing them properly throughout the galaxy, as well as examine new rulers to make sure there are no more interplanetary conflicts. And she's coming here? Today? According to our invitations, yes. But what does she want us to- sorry to cut your breakfast short, but all new leaders are to make their way to the ballroom for today's events. Thank you. Already? But we haven't prepared- Finished eating yet. They must be ahead of schedule. For what? What the hell do they need us to do so early? Our presentations? Did you actually not read your invite? Briefly skimming it clearly didn't allow anything to stick as well as I thought. Of course not. Skimming is hardly a proper study habit. If you want the information to stick, it's much better to- Thanks, I'll keep that in mind. Now though, I'd be much more grateful if you could fill me in real quick on what exactly this presentation thing is. Is it like a PowerPoint, or- Hardly. It's more of a presentation of your planet's culture. Like, a song that's important to your people. With the new leaders, please report to the ballroom in a prompt manner. Thank you. Well, you heard them. Let's go. Quinn, what the hell are we gonna do? I'm thinking. Do you have any poems memorized? Songs, maybe? No one on the station wants to hear me sing. It'd be considered a crime, and we'd not only be invaded, but executed as well. Got any better ideas? No, but we might be able to... The piano. You mean that giant scaly contraption we saw earlier? Percy, you can't be serious. What other choice do we have? Look, it'll be easy. We'll just do our old routine from the talent show. Ah, yes. The one that lost his spaghetti knitting five years ago. How do we even know that it'll sound right? Not that I don't have absolute faith in your musical abilities, but 
This is an alien instrument we're talking about. To quote one of my dearest friends, got any better ideas? <sighs> All right, I'm with you. I just hope we don't screw this up. Are you kidding? I'm the fuck-up of this dynamic duo. Purse. So as long as you're wooing them with your mad arabesques, they'll hardly notice me. Do you mean arabesque? Whatever. Point still stands. Welcome all to our annual Ozma conference. I am delighted to see so many familiar faces, and even more so at the prospect of getting to know all the new ones. As tradition states, each of the new rulers must present to us an example of their planet's culture. I am certain that you have all taken the time to carefully prepare for this crucial part of the testing process. Himio, stop looking at me and pay a fucking attention. We will begin with Nihak, ruler of the Skunks. Thank you. But before I begin, I must ask you all to please remove your translators. The poetry I will be reading is best expressed in its native tongue. Should we put our translators back in already? Looks like everyone else is. Guessed it must have just been that short. Haiku, probably. Matches the gibberish profile, too. Percy, that's. Right, translators. And that concludes the short summary of the poem read to us by Nihak. Now, she understood that? Clearly. So now with shut that, up and... Let us welcome Persephone of Earth. But that's... You? Yeah, no, come on. Ready? As I'll ever be. Let's do this. And we did. Grabbing Quinn's hand before either of us had the chance to change our minds, I pushed through the crowd and towards the scaly piano. Once we got closer, I realized that piano might have been a bit generous. But by then, Quinn was already peeling off her boots and positioning herself at the center of the platform. So it was a little too late to back out. So I did what I do best. Hello. I'm Percy, and this is Quinn. We'll be performing a song and dance that's very important to Earth's people. Enjoy! started out a little shaky, struggling to remember the steps. But as the music picked up, she found her way. She moved with more grace than I could ever have managed, losing herself to the music as she allowed it to wash over her. 
I remember something she told me way back before everything happened. About how dancing always felt like she was in a trance. As if she were caught in that moment just before you wake up, still half within a dream. And I could see it. When Quinn danced, it was like we were back at that talent show. Or maybe it was like that time when she'd performed at the school assembly. Actually, no. It was the first time I'd ever seen her dance. Just the two of us alone in her room. It was a million different versions of Quinn. All dancing, opening up to the music, allowing themselves to lose control just for a moment. It was my Quinn, finally letting go and finding her way home. And nothing. We sat there in silence, waiting for the same applause that Nihawk had been met up. But it didn't come. I met Quinn's eyes where the light was already beginning to fade, and I could feel her slipping back into her new icy persona once again. For a moment there, we'd been so close. But now? Nothing. Not even applause. The only thing left for us to do was stand there, wondering what the hell we'd done wrong. Project Ozma is a Goose Thunder Network-produced podcast. Today's episode... The Talent Show, was written by Molly Ray and Ilva, and edited by Megan, with sound editing by Hannah. Music was composed and performed by Benny James. The voices you heard in today's episode in order of appearance were Allison as Percy, Petra as Quinn, Alan Winter as Hemio, Ari as Kamui, Benny James as A.I., Owen as Nihawk, Greg Froze as Taunik, and Jay Virginia as the alien announcer. Want to continue to stay up to date on all things Ozma? Follow us on Tumblr at Project-Ozma, on Instagram at Project Ozma Podcast, or on Twitter at Project Ozma. <laughs>